Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live, it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, this is Buzzworthy Radio right here on your internet. I'm Lance Smith of CNT, and this is pretty much where I hang out all the time when I'm not on the air, so you should too. See ya! All right, everybody, welcome back to Buzzworthy Radio, our second show of the day. I am your host, Novell J. Lee, coming to you live right now. It is 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Coast Time, here on this Thursday, July 16, 2009, on blogtalkradio.com. We're going to be joined by, in just a few minutes, Chris Harrison. Many of you know him as the host of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette on ABC. Also, he's the host of Hollywood 411 on the TV Guide channel, as well as Designer's Challenge on HGTV. For those of you who want to get in on the conversation with Chris, you can call us now at 646-595-4228. We also have a chat room running, so if you have questions for Chris as well, and if you don't want to get in the air, but want to just ask them and have me ask them for you, I can definitely do that. Just post them away in our chat room. We also have an email you can send us your questions at nathlee at buzzworthyradio.net. All right, so guys, everybody's popping into the room right now, and just want to give a couple, couple of shout-outs before uh, we get the thing rolling. Uh, make sure you guys check out Dr. Blogstein's Radio Happy Hour every Tuesday night at 9, Tuesday night at 9 o'clock, Dr. Blogstein. Uh, make sure you guys check him out every Tuesday. He's got amazing guests, and he's got a Blue Co-Hosted and Dangerous Leagues, Vinnie Bond, and The Weatherman. I don't know his first name, but we just call him The Weatherman. Uh, so make sure you guys check him out. Make sure you check out Amber Live every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, where you're guaranteed 26 minutes quality entertainment or your money back. So make sure you guys check that out. I know uh, many of you were here this morning for the Scott Clifton Show, and uh, we're working on rescheduling him at the moment. So make sure you guys come back for that. Um, I will let you know the details in regards to that situation as well. So I will definitely um, definitely keep you posted on what what's happening as far as uh, getting Scott Clifton coming back onto the show. Make sure you guys check it out. Also, check out Stardish Radio with Joanne Kubasek as the host. Um, no set dates or days for that. Just Watch it out. Watch out for it on blogtalkradio.com. That's all I can say. That's like this show. Ours is like done on inopportune time. So make sure you guys check check that stuff out. So Stardust Radio, A.M. Burl, Dr. Blogstein's Radio Happy Hour. If I'm missing people, I'm sorry. Don't mean to, but uh, make sure you guys check it out. Anyway, but uh, before we get before we get to our guests, I wanted to give you some up. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. There's Joanne right now. <laughs> she was. <good. laughs> I was about to get into um, what's coming up today on Young and Restless, but uh, let's take her um, right now. Joanne, how are you? Hey there. How are you this morning or afternoon oh, or whatever part of the day I, it is now? I, yeah, I know. Afternoon. I'm good. I'm good. I had a rough night's sleep last night, so I got to Scotty Clifton's show a little bit late, but I guess uh, he must have overslept too. I, I had to turn my alarm clock on in order for me to make sure I was not going to miss this morning show. 
That's how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. It just did not work. And then I had, like, literally 20 minutes to spare to go run and pick up my kid at summer school. When I saw that he wasn't, I was like, all right, I got to go. But ah. he'll, he'll be back. He'll, he'll, he'll reschedule. Scott, you know, he'll reschedule. Maybe he ended up taping or something. Who knows? Yeah. That's how it happens. I mean, I have no... Uh, Qualms about that. It's all. It happens to the best of us. It's something. Yeah. It does. I know it's happened to me plenty of times, and that's the joy of live radio. So mm. that's definitely the joy of live radio. You never know what's mm. going to happen or who's going to show up, which we've seen on your show quite a few times with Daniel Goddard and and Billy Miller. You know, with, yes. the, with their surprise little guests there. I know. I said that we're getting a little bit too synonymous with cameo appearances now. That's kind of a weird, but in a good way weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you are you are now an official YNR fan. I mean, can we say that? You're- I I can definitely say that. Um, you know, I, ca- I I don't sit and watch it every day the way that a lot of people do, but. Um, I usually watch it in the morning when it comes on at 6. And if I miss anything and I'm home when it comes on, you know, in the afternoon, I'll throw it on. Um, but I'm I'm pretty much caught up to date on it. And, uh, you know, the whole thing with the Philip Chancellor guy coming back and announcing that he left because he was gay. And um, um, I'm still – well, I, I saw when Sean Kane and uh, is, uh, came on for his first appearance as Deacon – and um, so I, I wanted to see. Now, was he originally Deacon? Um, yeah, but he okay. was Deacon on the. Well, see what happened was he was on the Bold and Beautiful. He brought his character. Oh, the crossover. From, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he brought his character from the Bold and Beautiful over to the Young and the Restless, which is what Adrian Franz did as well. So, right. <clears throat> okay. So that's what I wanted to see, how that all tied in, because I saw when they did the flashback, she looked so young. Right. I think they had to, you know, had done this before, so. Yes, yes. That's pretty much where the flashback came from, is when they were both working on The Bold and Beautiful together. So, yeah, he was originally Deacon Sharp, so. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, yeah, but I, I do like it. You know, I told you the ABC has been really disappointing me, and, um, um, I, I caught some One Life to Live the other day, and you know what? One Life to Live can't really disappoint me um, as much as all my children in General Hospital can. Um, so out of the three, you know, my pick would definitely be One Life to Live if I had to sit and watch one every single day. It would definitely be One Life to Live because you've got classy actors and um, good writing not that the other shows don't have good actors, but the writing really sucks. Yes. And, um, you know, it's just extremely disappointing. And um, I really just can't be bothered to waste my time watching the show every single day when all I have to do is watch it on a Friday and a Monday is to be caught up with what's going on with the plot. So that's pretty <laughs> much what it goes back to. I could watch it Friday and Monday and know what's going on for the rest of the week. Not not have to sit and watch it. You know, the thing I liked about Young and the Restless is that, I don't know the technical term for this, is that, you know, and they used to do this on ABC a long time ago, you would have certain days where you would see only one storyline. You know, you would see, yeah. or one or two storylines. You know, maybe like on Young and the Restless, 
the other day they focused on um, Philip Chancellor and they focused on this whole art thing, uh, um, art yeah. imitation thing. And then the next day it was, okay, it's about summer, it's about this. You know, and they used to do that on ABC. Instead of having six storylines going on at the same time, you're like, what the hell is going on? So I don't know if that makes a difference or not. I mean, it was much more enjoyable to watch um, when you were just really focusing on those couple of people because it made you want more. You know, it's like, oh, I right. can't wait till tomorrow to see what's going to happen with this one now. You know, with these soaps on ABC, it's like you know what's going to happen with everybody every single day. And that right. like, just kills the thrill to me. Right. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty much – I mean, I haven't – seen a lot of ABC soaps as of late. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've watched them in passing only because they, they are so horrible. And I mean, I love the cast of all my children. I really do. But it's just a lot of the stuff that's going on in the air right now is causing me to tune out. And yeah. I'm, I, I've been a Jamie Lunar fan since the 80s when she was on Just the Ten of Us. But this mm-hmm. role is not right for her. No, not at all. It, this role of Liza is not right for her at all. I mean, she's just how she's they're writing Liza right now. It's, it's yeah, she's too young, but it's like it's, it's also out of character for Liza uh, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, they're and, writing it just to fit Jamie Luner's, I guess, personality, personality and but, and looks, right? Well, and looks, but it's just it's not working. And and there's a lot of and a lot of fan opinion are even saying the same thing that it is not working for Jamie. Well, at all. you know what, Charles Pratt is hell bent on her, and he wanted her from the beginning. So I mean, he's not going to get rid of her, you know. So it's like it doesn't matter what the fans want, and that's what really pisses you off that it's it's not what the fans want, and he's just completely disregarding that fact. And then you go and turn over to that whole, and I told you about this the other day when you had Adam Mayfield on. You got Adam Mayfield playing Scott Chandler. You got Jacob Young playing Jr. And now this the the new girl. Um, I don't know her, her name. Uh, the one that plays Marissa, um, as Babe's twin sister that looks nothing like her. That looks nothing um, like her. <laughs> absolutely nothing like her. Nothing at all. I mean, not even a close resemblance to even imagine being sisters but um it's another kind of like wash rinse repeat storyline because now you're going to have scott chandler and jr fighting over another carry woman so you got two family members you know go back to jamie and um and jr fighting over babe and i think it's just really stupid that they did that like you really can't come up with nothing original i mean that's so less than original, it's disgusting, you know. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna ask you like, how did you feel about them like recycling that storyline? No, it sucks. It's not original, and it's like you know what? You're you're this talented writer that has all these you know awards behind you. Where's the originality? You know, and now somebody is you know you kill off one DA to bring on another. You kill off this one to bring on that one. All of a sudden, all my children is becoming another general hospital where somebody's getting killed every other day. Well, you have to you have to look at who's now the head writer of the show. I mean, exactly my point, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly my is, point. 
did the same thing in GH. He's now doing the same thing here. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to see, like, monsters starting to come into the fold. I'm just saying. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, well, you know what? That's why nobody's watching. And now on General Hospital, I saw common attractions that, okay, this is what this is what's so funny, is that Michael's driving. You know, this 12-year-old boy that was in a coma is now driving and that, you know, just got out of a coma is driving. Wait a minute, he's driving? He's driving. <laughs> and then Car- Carly, Carly's walking in the middle of a darkened road, and Claudia is driving at the same time. So, uh-oh, guess what happens? There's an accident. And who's going to be roadkill? Don't know yet, but it's going to be one of them because the headlines are Sonny's world is turned upside down. And then we're doing another whole baby switch. Claudia goes, uh, you know, I had Kent and Manai on the show the other night, and Manai said she's going to be working a lot, which is great. And, you know, I look forward to seeing her on it. But I saw the coming attractions for that. And um, uh, Claudia is saying, okay, do you really understand that this baby has to be Sonny's? So it's, 99% 99% probably going to be Rick's, and then they're going to be fudging, you know, DNA tests, which they've done on every single ABC soap. It's like, do they sit down and, like, just plan it all out together? Well, you did it this month, I'll do it next month, and that one can do it six months later. Who cares? Stop bringing all these babies into it. You know, enough with the babies. Figure out some storylines that ain't got nothing to do with a baby, let alone a baby switch or a DNA change. Uh, yeah, can you see why a lot of people are right now antsy about General Hospital right now? I mean, I never heard so many complaints about GH until now. And, mm-hmm. you know, Franz always looks at General Hospital as its baby. Well, like, you know what? Any- Somebody better call CPS on his ass because they ain't doing a damn good job, that's for sure. They're not, they're not, I mean, have you seen the ratings? Child for- Protective Services, yep. <laughs> if that's I mean, his baby, they better call Child Protective Services because it is neglected. Well, mm-mm-mm. one, th- well, the one thing Franz right now should start talking about is Robin Strasser's contract, as we mentioned oh, yeah. earlier today. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, I believe, Acro vacation now, and um, hopefully, contract negotiations are getting underway, and that Robin will stay. Yeah, I, I hope so because you know what that would be um that would be a really sad day to let her go. You know, you're bringing in all these newbies that really have no place in the show, but you're going to let another amazing veteran walk off the stage. I mean, honest to God, I started watching As the World Turns because everyone that he had the goal to let go is on As the World Turns now. <laughs> yep. You got all Forbes March. Mm-hmm. You got Forbes March. You got Katie McLean. You got um, Stuart Damon is heading on his way over there. Lynn Herring. So Herring, it's like, yeah. okay, come on. Um, um, what's his name? The one that used to play um, oh, the doctor on uh, Lucy's Man, Doc. What was his name? Uh, I can't think of it. Yes, and you know, so it's kind of like, wow. You know, so start watching As the World Turns if you want to see your ABC favorites because they're all on CBS now. So well, I you started know, CBS watching and ABC have that war going. I mean, you know, everybody, everybody probably already knows about it anyway, but, you know, mm-hmm. they have, like, a war going on between stars left and right on each network. Like, if ABC lets them go, then 
CBS is ready to tag them up. And then if CBS lets them go, ABC, you know, tags them up. It's like like a battle between the two, like like that. Well, I'll tell you right now, CBS is winning the war, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, now they're talking as if Robin does leave the show. Will people that haven't been in the industry so long, they wind up dusting off their their headshots to get back into the business because, again, look at the time that it is in right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both of these actors now are going to want to take a job. I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, Judy, I mean, Judy Evans, God bless her soul. I mean, she's going to be on As Well Terms for a little short stint. That's and, right. you know, you had her on your program. Yes, if you I want did. To listen to that show, make sure you check it out. I liked it a lot. Not me being biased, but I did like it. <laughs> but um, yeah, she was great. You know, it was it, it came to fruition that you know, in order for her to make money, she had to do dig up funeral plots. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's really it's Like you were yeah. like you were like a daytime veteran, and this is what you're reduced to is doing funeral plots or like to yeah. in order to salvage some money. That's that's unbelievably crazy. Exactly, exactly. So it's 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 a sad day for when something like that happens. You know. Now, how long is so you've been watching YNR for just the several weeks now, so you haven't gotten yeah. the cuffs of any of the characters yet. No, not really. Not not yet. I mean, I feel like, you know, cause what, I feel like, you know, Daniel Goddard is just somebody that's been around for a long time, and I've known the name for a long time, so I'm comfortable watching him. Jenny Cooper, of course, who cannot know who she is, even if you don't watch the show. Um, oh, yeah. And, of course, Greg Ricard, after spending time with him on Rock the Soap last year, you know, that was an amazing experience. So, you know, you feel like you kind of know him. And so little by little, it's inching in, you know. Mm-hmm. It's going to, yeah, it's going to take some time to uh, to to get used to everybody. But, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, you know, everybody has their opinions about Y&R. I mean, some people don't even, don't even like what's going on right now, and some do. And, but the main thing I all agree on is even though some of the stuff is probably preposterous, Mm-hmm. It's still probably the best soap that's on the air right now. Exactly, because you know what? A lot of their stuff that's on there right now, I really haven't seen so much on another soap. You know, I mean, the whole Adam thing, you know, being blind, I still haven't figured out how he became blind, but, <clears throat> and you got the crazy uh, Mary Jane, and they do it differently. You know, it's nothing like I've really seen on anything on ABC the whole art heist thing, which I think is really cool because it's got some humor to it also. It's not just this big, serious thing, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's, for me, coming from ABC, I think it's, uh, um, it's, it's a nice change. <clears throat> it, it, so. It's uh, an answer to that question. He, he injected his eyes, by the way. So that's kind of uh, how he made himself the whole- blind. Yes. Why? <laughs> well, that for me, I guess I kind of have holes with. I mean, I never, I mean, I saw the pictures of him sticking the needles in the eye. That okay. was just beyond gross. But I know he wants to get back at Victor for leaving him in jail. I mean, he, he you know, 
he really does hate Victor, and he'll do anything okay. to get back at Victor. So. So the best way to do it is to stick a needle in your eye. All right. Stick a needle in your eye and uh, gaslight his wife. You know, having her fall down the flight of stairs, lose the baby. That's the other thing. She did lose the baby, right? So she she doesn't realize that she's not pregnant no more. Right. Um, You know, everybody's making her think that she is pregnant. I mean, Victor and Ashley don't know that she lost the baby. Um, The doctor's making her think she's pregnant. Um with Adam because they're both working together. So they're making her think she's pregnant, but she's carrying a dead baby inside her belly. So, no. Wow. Mm-hmm. You see, mm, and Victor doesn't know that either. Victor doesn't know that either. That's the main complaint that everybody is saying because they think that they've been dumbed down in order for this storyline to play out. Yeah, because you know what? I mean, it, I have to say, now that I know that, it's a, it's supposed to be a dead baby. That's just really inconceivable because she would be so sick if it was a, a dead baby. Well, from how Eileen Davison described it, she has this niche where she thinks that there is something wrong with the baby, that there probably isn't any baby, but everybody's reassuring her that there is one. So she doesn't, you know, what, what does she have to believe? So, right. Know, no, I, of, I mean, I see that, but physically, she would be sick. I mean, you, sick, you're yeah. carrying around a dead human being in your body. Yeah, you become sick. Yeah. She would have unbelievable. She would have unbelievable cramping, and she would be hemorrhaging. She would never be able to carry around a dead baby. Right. So now that I <laughs> now that I know this, the back plot to that. Yeah, that is a little ridiculous. Yeah. It It is. And, you know, I I don't know how much longer it is. I know it's going to end pretty soon um, with everything that's going to culminate into into next month. I know it's going to – it's all going to come out, I think, by that point. Um, so we will see exactly what happens with that. But, yeah, she's carrying around a dead fetus in her stomach. That, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a little far, far back, even for soaps. And I'm like, and she's like saying she never felt the baby kick. I'm like, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you can't feel the baby kick. What does that tell you? Right, right. <laughs> and it's but, not as if you can't get like, a second opinion, you know what I mean? That's another thing. Like, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that. You no, know, we'll all have to agree with you on that one, that they are being dumbed down for that one. Because that's just really silly. Yeah. So what's going on with Chris? Where's Chris? We... You know what? I wish I could tell you. That's like our second. No, I'm I'm like I'm like running two straight, man. That's great. <laughs> That's just so funny. I, I you know I never had a back to back like that before, but you never you know there's a first time for everything, and I think I could accomplish. Uh, there you go. Now you <laughs> can't say you never did. I can't I can't not say that anymore. That's right. And uh, mm-hmm. you know everything was confirmed and all that, so it's like you know. What have you? Huh. You know, Chris Harris is a busy man. Mm-hmm. I, I, re- I really wanted to ask him about Wes after we talked to him about that. Oh, one. my God. Ask, yes. But Wes. I really, I really want to uh, You know what? Son of a bitch. All right. Explain, explain Wes to everybody okay. for those who don't know who Wes is. I don't is. know if, if they've been watching The Bachelorette, but Wes is a country bumpkin who is a 
a wannabe country singer, and he's got a band. And in the end, we all you all find out that his main goal of being on The Bachelorette had nothing to do with the girl. It had everything to do with promoting himself and his band and making a name for himself. So he is the first person in Bachelor, Bachelorette history to make it to the top four with having a girlfriend. And when she finally let him go, he confessed that in the limo on the way out and said that he was the only one ever to be on the show with a girlfriend and nobody ever find it out. And, um, you know, he didn't care. He got what he came from, you know, and he got a little action on the side. And uh, even though he had a girlfriend, you know, like one of his last comments were like, I'm in Spain, my my chains are off, everybody in Spain is going to know my name. And, you know, so he was going to party it up before he went home to his girlfriend. So not only is he an asshole, but his girlfriend's an asshole for letting him do it. You know, so can't say much for her. And uh, uh, it, it, I, I was so dying to talk to him about that. The girl was dumb on her part anyway for still going with him with that deep thing that she told me about. And yeah. Just thrilling him like all over the place. I mean Yeah, she she definitely I mean she I mean she you could tell that she just really wanted to cover all her bases, but you know, when you got so many people telling you that because it was never confirmed it was him until like two weeks ago. But even before that you know, another guy had gone to her and said, I know for a fact there's somebody here on the set that has a girlfriend. girlfriend. And she went out there and she confronted all the bachelors that were there. And, you know, she wanted to know who was the one who had the girlfriend. And, of course, nobody fessed up. And, um, you know, so I say shame on the guy who told her that there was somebody there and not actually giving up the name and letting her go through all that. Because at that point, when you've got so many people telling you things, it's kind of hard for you to uh, know who you can trust. And I think she was just at that point. But, you know, there was something still uneasy in her stomach that this pilot flew all the way back to Texas to just let her know. Let that, her know that there was. That, you know, I can't let it go any further. He told me about this girl. He should have told her from the beginning. Because if he was really there because he cared about the girl, he would have made sure and said, you know what, don't keep him here. He just told me he had a girlfriend, you know, snitch or not. That's just, you know, part of the game. You're not there to become friends with the guys. You're there to compete for the affection of a woman, you know. So the fact that they all bonded together over that stupid male code or whatever you want to call it was just asinine to me. And I couldn't believe it happened. But, you know, he finally fessed up to it and confronted him face to face. And she still let him stay. So there, I was like, "Are you kidding me? You know, why would he do that? You know, he he didn't. He said to her, "I don't want you back. You know, I don't want another chance. You know, to be in the show. I just need to let you know because I don't think it's right that he's out here pimping himself and he's got a girlfriend." All right. Here's here's my question then. You, you, you know, just by all of that that was going on there, do you think any of that whole scenario was scripted at all? That's what I'm that. saying. That You know what? Look, it, it all obviously has to be prearranged somehow in order for him to get back to Texas 
to let her know. So obviously he's got to call the show. He's got to make arrangements with the producers and the powers that be and say, you know what, I want to come back and let her know that this guy got a girlfriend. You know, of course, it makes for good TV because if, if they didn't want it to be that way, they could have just, you know, stopped production of the show and said, wait a minute, we know for a fact that this guy got a girlfriend and he came on here fraudulently. And right. Wouldn't so they have course, done that in the beginning? Wouldn't they have known that in the beginning? Um, well, maybe not in the beginning, but as time went by, if you watch the whole thing, little things here and there pointed it out that the guy did have a girlfriend, or not even so much that he had a girlfriend, but he was just a real asshole, and he was there just to promote his music career. The, then the girlfriend mm-hmm. part came out, you know? So, I mean, okay. it, it, it makes for good television, because that is the first time in Bachelorette history where it happened, but at the same time, I think it kind of degraded the show a little bit because now it's like any asshole that wants to come on that show to make a name for himself is going to be able to make a name for himself. You know, like this guy made it to the top four. He was that good of a con artist to this girl who's sitting there really looking for something. He was that good of a con man to make it to the top four and walk away with everybody knowing who he is. You know, he had all kinds of radio deals lined up, he said, once he left there. So he was working the motions the whole time he was in that camp. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, all right, well, now they made made a mockery of, of, of everything. I mean, a lot of people don't believe in these shows, period. But now that this guy actually got on there and did what he wanted to do and could care less about the girl, he opened the door now for other men to come on to that show with other bachelorettes to do the same thing. To do the same thing. Right. And now how, yeah. how would any woman want to be the bachelorette? I mean, I'm sure there will be, but how would any woman want to be the bachelorette and knowing what happened to her? So right. this coming Monday, um, I think it's on at 9 o'clock on Monday, they're going to uh, do a two-hour reunion show, and they're, uh, Chris Harrison is doing, and um, they're going to, con- you know, confront all, uh, hopefully a lot of these questions. Yeah, because uh, you know, as you just said, it, it, they lost their respectability, you know, to come well, on this show. I doubt anybody will see that, but I, I say it, you know, and I was hoping that, you know. Uh, to say something like that to Chris and uh, and find out what he thought about it because that's the way that I see it now. You know, I mean, a lot of people are really skeptical about these shows to begin with. Well, yeah, you know, because you you know you never you never would expect somebody to just want to go on a show and pimp out their own stuff, but then when someone actually goes ahead and does it, then it's like, oh my God, who else on oh. the show now from previous years? Probably might have done the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's not even that, too. What it is, is you, you really, these women, I do believe, and the men, too, when they do these shows, they, they really do go on hoping to find someone. But if you really look into the Bachelor history, there's only one Bachelor and Bachelorette that actually got married and had kids, which is Trista, Ren, and Ryan. Those are the only two. I mean, and that was uh, way back in the beginning. That was when Bob Guinea was on The Bachelor. Yeah. So those, I mean, if you look at the history, none of those couples stayed together. So the fact that, I don't know, maybe it's a curse on the show, 
But, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, even Bob. Bob, when Bob Guinea was on the show, he made off with one of the girls, but it didn't work out. Look, you know, he's with Rebecca. Yeah. It didn't last. You know, and, and Andrew Firestone and this one and that one. I, I mean, none of them lasted. So the only one that did was Trista and Ryan. And, um, you know, they, they ended up getting married on television. I don't know if, you know, everybody's trying to duplicate that. But you know what? It's right. pretty damn obvious that it's just not going to happen. And then you got Graham Bunn. Graham Bunn was on The Bachelor uh, with uh, um, Deanna Pappas. And um, he made it, you know, pretty close to the top. But, again, there you go. He's gone and he's, he's with uh, Chrishell. Then Deanna and Jesse, the one that she picked, the one that she picked, it was, they were all so public and and, and everybody thought she was going to pick Jason and she didn't and she chose Jesse. And then she ended up showing up on Mike, um, on Jason's doorstep asking for another chance. And it was like, are you kidding? What's wrong with you people? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, but, and Mel's in the chat room. She says Bob and Graham got it good. Yeah, they definitely did. You know, Graham got Chriselle and Bob got Rebecca, so they definitely lucked out, you know. But the rest of these guys, yeah. but the point is, is that in Bachelor history, only one couple worked in the, the years that it's been going on. I mean, it's, I don't even know how many years. I, I, I want to say close to 10 years it's been going on. Wow. You know, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I've only I only watched the years of uh, the year when uh, when Trista was on the show and mm-hmm. um, you know, Bob Guinea was on the show. Like I watched that, and then after that, I I tuned out. And then especially after I'm hearing like none of these people are staying together, so I'm always like, you know, you're gonna see them pick somebody, and then all of, and it's like what six months later, they're not even together anymore because now they're getting together with somebody else and somebody else and somebody else or. You know, they just don't stay, they don't stay together. Exactly. Oh, and uh, while we're on these types of reality shows, um, VH1 is notorious for these reality shows with Flavor Flav and I Love New York and, you know, all these stupid, ridiculous shows. Anybody that wants to go on, uh, (laughs) that's right, Mel, he's got it good is right. He don't know how good he got it. Um, That's right. <laughs> um, I know. <laughs> VH1 um, is notorious for these retarded shows. Uh, um, uh, what the hell's the one with Brett Michaels? Love of Rock or Rock of Love or whatever. Rock, I mean, yeah. come on. I couldn't be with a guy with more extensions than me and wears more eyeliner than me. And more tattoos I than you. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think what disturbs me more, not even the tattoos, is the eyeliner and the extensions. Because those are extensions in his hair. It's not his hair. And um, uh, the Flavor Flav thing, are you serious? You want to be with that burnt, crispy-ass gremlin lookalike? Are you kidding me? Of course those girls are there to be on TV. Who in their right <laughs> mind wants to be with that gremlin? He is burnt, crispy, wrinkly. He is the most homely-looking man that I have ever seen in my entire life. That's and cheap. I couldn't. That's cheap, man. Oh. The teeth, you know, you're, you're in your mid forties. You know, get rid of the clock, seriously. Um, and and it, you know, then you got all these young women as that thinking they're going to get a piece. He's got like how many kids? He got like eight kids. Or, you know, it's just like get over it. You know, so 
Now, what I'm getting to, and it kind of disappoints me a little bit, but I'm going to have to watch it. Yes. I'm going to have to watch it is Antonio Sabano, Jr., I my crush of all time is doing a love reality show on VH1. Why? I I, I heard about this and I'm still asking why. Like, what, yeah. What, what's the deal? You know what? I don't know why, but it really irks me because he is such a beautiful looking man. Don't know what his personality is like, but he's beautiful. I've had him on my show, and he's a sweet, sweet guy. And there's no reason in God's green earth that he can't get a woman, you know. And I don't know, I mean, other than money, I don't understand why he would stoop to VH1 to <laughs> try to pair him up with women with their track record, okay. If anything, I could have saw him going on as The Bachelor on ABC because at least you know it would be classy. Yeah. That's I what I would think. I could, too. I could, too. I think ABC would have taken him. I mean, he has um, an agent Yeah, exactly. And it's not like you don't have to be an actor to get on it. You know, I mean, uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell's brother was on it, Charlie. Um, you, you know, there was different people that have been on it that have been in the public eye. And, um, you know, some some pretty rich people, you know, Andrew Firestone with the, the vineyard and, I mean, there's so many different people. I would definitely have loved to have seen Antonio Sabato Jr. on The Bachelor and not on VH1. I think VH1 is such trash TV, you know, and, and he, I think, is so much more classier than that, to be on it. But I will watch it because I'm curious to see what the outcome is, and I'm actually in talks trying to have him come back on the show to talk about it. You know, and um, uh, it's so, yeah. So I am not sure the exact dates. I know it's sometime this month, if I'm not mistaken, um, that he's, it's supposed to start. Um, and okay. then, it, then there's another reality show starting on Monday on VH1, the Terrell Owens show. As in T.O. from the Cowboys? As in T.O. from the Cowboys, who's now on the Bills. He's running all over my town with his VH1 cameras. Because, you know, I live in Buffalo, and he's up here all over the place with his, his VH1 cameras following him everywhere. So I that show starts like on Monday. Oh, so much. I well, really don't like T.O. That Can't show airs on Monday. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm actually looking it up on VH1 now to see what time, to see when Antonio's show starts, because I know it's supposed to be sometime this month. But um, Also with um, reality shows as well, we had Rod Morreale on the show last month, um, and he's hosting a new ABC dating reality show called Dating in the Dark, uh-huh. which is supposed to air this month. Um, and basically this show is about... People have no idea what the other person looks like at all. Yes. So you're mm-hmm. basically having them talk in like a dark, like a dark area, can't see you, know nothing, and basically all you got to go on is their personalities and uh, how they sound, and but not of how they look. They're trying to see if they can find a romance without being shallow. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you see, I, I can't even I can't even say nothing to that. 
I think that's a stupid idea. I he I asked him about it and he asked me about it. Um, I said I don't think I could do that. I really don't because I I honestly said I was shallow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I said I don't think there would be a way for me to uh, be able to do something like that. I mean, yeah, you know, me I mean, I honestly think it would be good to see people's reactions when they find out about what they actually look like or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, once they find out. They, they've, been, they've been connecting with these people, not knowing how they look and all that stuff like that. And then once they find that out that it's, it's to their liking or not to their liking. Yeah, yeah, no, I it'll, couldn't do that. Be, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. No, no. Well, okay, I, I'm going to watch for that. I'm going to watch yeah. for that. Well, here's uh, Antonio's thing. It's, the show is called My Antonio, and it premieres August 16th at 10 p.m. Um, Central Time. Uh, and this is the description of the show. I mean, and all these women that they're showing on the VH1 website look so superficial already. I mean, if you're going to judge just by looks, they look ex- extremely superficial. Yeah. Um, there's a new bathroom in town. Yeah, they do, right, with the with the fake implants and all that, and that's what this that's what this whole slew looks like. I don't see anybody real. Um, it says there's a new bachelor in town, and this time he's Italian. Soap star, underwear model, all-around Casanova, Antonio Sabato Jr. will start looking for love on VH1 when his reality series, My Antonio, premieres August 16th. We've seen some of it, and it's dramatic and over-the-top in ways not yet played out on VH1. Really? Well, check the press release below, and then look even lower to check out the 13 women set to compete for his heart. Ultimate Bachelor Antonio Sabato Jr. is looking for love, and VH1 captures every twist and turn off the battle for his start My Antonio. 13 beautiful women travel to an exotic paradise in Hawaii, hoping to make a love connection with the General Hospital star, Calvin Klein underwear model, and hunk extraordinaire, who will win the heart of one of the most desired men on the planet. Find out on My Antonio premiering Sunday, August 16th. It's a real-life soap opera with romance, betrayal, and show-stopping plot twist. A woman from Antonio's past will shock everyone when she shows up to compete for his love, and she's, oh, no. And, and she's not just any woman. She's Antonio's ex-wife. Well, okay. now, wait a minute. Antonio's ex-wife, if, if from what I understand, he's only been married once. His ex-wife is Virginia Madsen. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, okay so. Are they, they're talking about her then? I would think so. I mean, I, I only know him to have been married once. So oh, yeah. if that's. If that's who they're talking about, it's Virginia Madsen, and um, who he has a, a son with, Jack. Then right. there's another lady causing trouble, Antonio's mama. She arrives to help him make the most important decision of his life, but is anyone good enough for her number one son? The 10-episode right. series begins with Antonio's sexy swim ashore to meet the ladies. Within the first few moments, Antonio makes a shocking elimination leading the women to realize that anything can happen when Antonio is in charge. And he says, this is Antonio's quote, he says, I've been with some of the most amazing women in the world, 
And at that, at the age of 36, I'm finally ready to settle down. I really hope to meet that special someone. For me, this is not a game. This is real. This is my life. So, uh, yeah, so this should be interesting. I'm curious now to see if it's Virginia Madsen that comes on. Mm. Yeah, because that's that's the only person I've known that's him to be married to. I haven't heard of anyone else. Right. If he was, (laughs) I'm definitely not good at this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not Uh good at this, then that was it. So, uh, yeah, I'm like... uh, mm. I may have to watch okay. that now just to find out exactly if that was uh, if that's exactly who they're talking about. And putting right. his mom into the I don't think that's going to be good either. Mm-hmm. I, you know how overprotective they are. So that's uh, oh I, I don't know. know we'll see. I and, know. And uh, the final the final well actually yeah the final reality show I wanted to bring up was Big Brother. I wanted to bring that up too. Okay. Uh, we're on that kick. Do you watch Big Brother at all? Not at all. I tried to watch it, and I have no idea what the hell it's about. I can't be bothered. I, I, I have I, no idea what it's about. I never watched it, but people have been trying to get me to watch it. And you do, and it's so addicting. I mean, you, you see these people in this house, and, you know, they're, try, they're try, trying to win money, obviously. They're trying to win money, but all these people are living in this house, and they're forming secret alliances and uh, all this stuff. And, of course, then they have to give you up, and, you know, they have to put you out, and, you know, because they look at people who are strong competitive players. Uh-huh. Um, they try to vote out those that are strong competitive players that uh, will most likely make it to the end, first of all. That's, uh-huh. one, of the, that's one of the And, of course... You know, being in that house for so long, throughout the entire summer, you're going to get on their nerves. So then all the fights mm-hmm. ensue and, you know, all that stuff. And then they have these challenges where they can be head of the household. And if you're the head of the household, you have the best room in the house. Okay. For, like, the whole week. And, you know, then, uh, of course, the head of the household doesn't have to uh, take part in the voting process of eliminating anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, then there's this one. Oh my gosh, what is the what is the other thing that uh, there's an event that they can play uh, that they play. The head of house um, doesn't play this, and I forget what they win. The, the name mm-hmm. escapes me. Um, but if they were if the head of household puts up because um, they have to put up two people, and what they have to do is. Uh, they select people who they want to keep in the house, and then they vote for two people that they want to put up on the block mm-hmm. to get out of the house. That's what the head of the house does. Oh, and okay. So then uh, what they do is they, play the, they have this event, and they win this thing. And, I, again, the name escapes me exactly what they win. But if they win it, they can use it in order to get themselves off the block and put someone else up on the block. Oh, Okay. Or they don't, if they're stupid, some don't use it at all. Um, right. But, but yeah, if they, um, but that's if they, if that's if they won it. If they're on the block and they won this, if they won the POV, then, mm-hmm. uh, then of course, they can use it to get themselves off the block. If someone else, you, if someone else wins the POV, then mm-hmm. they have the option of taking off someone off the block or keeping them up there. Um 
So then after that, after that's over, then the rest of the House gets a vote on who they want out of the House. If it's a tie, then the head of house has to vote them out. Um, right. So, so yeah, it, it's kind of like that. And of course, it's like, and then, then after that, then they play a whole new game of who gets to be the head of house and who was head of house the last time doesn't play. Um, and if they're, you know, sometimes if it's a team thing, then if their team wins, they get the good food. If the team loses, then they have to eat slop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll have to catch it when it first starts again because I, I started I, I tried to watch it after the first episode, so it, obviously I couldn't catch on to what the hell the whole idea was about. So I'll have to because my cousins love this show. I, I don't I, I and I'd like to see what the hell the big deal is about. So um, I'll watch it next season. You know when it first starts, as long as everybody reminds me. <laughs> um, yeah. You couldn't pay me to watch it now. You know, I mean, we're just finishing up with the reality TV things, and, um, you know, um, I'm not going to be around to watch much TV in the next couple weeks anyhow, so uh, I, I didn't really want to get invested into too much, you know. But um, uh, I will be back in time, though, to catch Antonio's premiere. <laughs> yeah. I, I just can't get over that, yeah. I, I just can't. Still can't get over that, but um, yeah, that's just a um, very weird thing for me to see him, uh-huh. you know, stoop to that. You know, and it's not even stoop to that. It's VH1 because VH1 is notorious for the trash shows. You know, I mean, trashy, trashy shows. And uh, you know, you want to laugh at something, you watch trash TV, which is VH1. So VH1. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, that's what it is. You know, but um. Uh, any um, any word on Rock the Soap Two? Anything new going on? I have not heard anything as of late. Um, as far as right now, I only know what you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know no more than that. I I've been expecting them to update the website about who's supposed to be these two new people that are coming on. No idea who they are. They said it was supposed to have it updated. It's never been updated, yeah. so I'm like, I have no idea exactly what's what's going on on that front. Oh, I don't know. I know, I know a lot of people want one of them to be John Driscoll. I mean, I've never heard so many fan response to have John Driscoll be on something than now. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I did go to them and I said, you know, I'm getting a lot of reaction now from fans that they want John Driscoll on this event. And it's not as if John Driscoll does not want to do it. He actually was interested. I mean, when he did the show um, in May, he was interested in something like doing something like this. And yeah. I was like, you know, he, he was interested in checking this out and wanting to be a part of it. And now fans want him to be a part of it. So now it's right. like, ooh. Hmm. Well, it would be interesting. What about now? I mean, like, you know, if fans if fans are interested in having him there, why not put him on there? More, mm-hmm. fan, more fan reactions, better kind of thing. Hmm. I'm oh, just saying, okay. that's, that's just, just, uh, yeah. just the, the wise, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I know John. I know he'd be great with everybody. Mm-hmm. Know, he's a fan, a fan favorite. He is a fan favorite. Um, when he was in Marco Island, he definitely was that as well, and with him coming over to the Young and the Restless, which, by the way, his first air date on the show is today as Chance. So, oh, okay. First air yeah. date is today. 
So make sure you guys check that out. It's not if you're not watching it right now, um, it comes on Soapnet, of course, or you can watch it online at cbs.com/daytime uh, mm-hmm. when it gets uploaded on that. But yeah, the mm-hmm. Canadian viewers got to see him yesterday, and mm-hmm. since you know they're a day ahead. Um, oh, okay. With, I see. I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. Canada Canada viewers for the Young the Restless are a day ahead of us. So they oh, got to see okay. him yesterday. Um, so yeah, in the U.S., his first dare date obviously is today. Um, so and if you haven't checked out the We Love Soaps blog, which is run by Roger Newcomb, Damon Jacobs, and Michael Goldberg, they have their podcast that We Love Soaps. Make sure you check that out. They have a sneak peek of John Driscoll's first scene on the show. I checked it out. I I can't wait to see what what's coming up with him. I know he's supposed to have a kissing scene with Chloe. Mm-hmm. So all you chili fans out there, you might have a little bit of a competition. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Um, we'll, we'll see how looking, far that worked out. I'm looking at the ABC soaps in depth, and I did not know this, but um, Lionel Richie is set up to be One Life to Live's next musical guest. Really, I didn't know yes, that either. Yes, he is. Um, it doesn't uh, give you uh, give an exact air date. Um, it's Lionel Richie and singer Jeremiah, um, and uh, they will be singing um, Lionel Richie's new song, uh, Just Go. So um, that's interesting. So they're just waiting for an air date on that. And um, another little little tidbit in here on General Hospital it says, although a general hospital spokesperson had no comment, Buzz is that three day, three-time daytime Emmy winner and former One Life to Live head writer Josh Griffith has been offered a trial script writing deal at the soap of General Hospital. Griffith oh. has a history with General Hospital and head writer Bob Guza, with whom he co-created Aaron Spelling's Sunset Beach for NBC. He also yes. served as a scriptwriter for As the World Turns and head writer for Y&R during last year's writer strike. So there's no um, no saying that he took it, but he was offered it. So we'll see what happens with that. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know the guy's writing, so I re- I mean I don't know what period he wrote for One Life to Live. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, you know. Um, And then another little tidbit on Jeannie Cooper. She is going to make a cameo appearance um, in the last episode of Guiding Light. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I know that she she was a part of their anniversary show that they had back in 1992, her, Eric Braden, and they had some commentary to say about it. That would be very interesting to see her make a cameo appearance. So, um, So that's Great. I wonder if any mm-hmm. anybody else has reported that. I don't know. And then um, uh, as far as I'm looking at the ins and outs section, uh, Julie Marie Berman landed a lead in a feature film and a television pilot, and General Hospital is making the allowances for her to do both, um, including General Hospital. It says here that the shooting schedules for both projects, which is a pilot for television called 22, and a horror flick called Rachel's Return are being coordinated around her soap duties. Um, so we'll and see what for that's those of you wanting to know 
you know, they have many, many times you'll see in Soap Digest and Soap Weekly, where are they now sections. Mm -hmm. And Michael B. Jordan is one of them. If you want to know where he is now, he is now playing on the new The End sitcom, The Assistance. He's on that show now. It airs every Friday night at 8.30 p.m. There's a new episode this coming Friday. So, yes, Michael B. Jordan is back on the TV acting gig on that show. So if you want to check good. him out, you can check it on The Assistance. It's a very good show. I love, I love the show. I mean, right. they're, already, they're already like three episodes in. They're going on their fourth. But I love, mm-hmm. I love this. This is a very yeah. good show. I like it. Well, that'll be good. And um, also, um, former... Jake Martin, um, Michael Lowry will be going to One Life to Live. Yes. So he'll be set to air sometime, I guess. Uh, it doesn't really say here. But um, they know that um, he, he's, oh, he's, um, our spy ads at Lowry's gig is slated to last several weeks with Buzz growing that Tay is hiding a secret. So that's Tay is probably going to be Tay's man. Ah. Well, that'll be interesting. I, I liked him, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, I always liked him, too. But, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely keep you guys posted on both Chris Harrison and Scott Clifton. I know I'm going to be back. Well, I'm going to be back Monday night. Is it Monday night? Monday yeah. night. Monday night. I will be back Monday night at 10 with uh, Deanna Martin. She's Dean Martin's daughter, and she's going to be promoting her, her music CD on our show. So we're going to definitely have that for you guys. And don't pin this down yet, but this is tentative. But on the 27th, we're going to be on with Nadia Bjorlund, who plays Chloe on Days of Our Lives. That's the world on the street right now. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I get confirmation that that is the date we're going to have her on, I will definitely keep, um, post it out there on the website and on our Facebook page and our our Twitter account. So follow us on Twitter, Buzzworthy Radio, all one word. And our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Buzzworthy Radio. And our website is buzzworthyradio.net. So three places right. to check us out. At, uh, four, four, and our Blog Talk Radio page, four. So <laughs> check us all out at all those places. So uh, mm-hmm. thanks, guys. Thanks, Joanne, for calling into the you're show. Welcome. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, also... Peace out, Cub Scouts. And also on Monday, even though it's on at the same time as me, <laughs> Joanne's uh-huh. having on Ashley Jones from The Bold and Beautiful. She plays um, Bridget Forrester, Maroney, and mm-hmm. also plays Daphne on True Blood on HBO. Yes, so. yes. Well, that's interesting, too, because I'd love to have Dean Martin's daughter on my show, so I'm going to have to work something out with that. So, I, And I, I, I definitely will listen to the archives of that one. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks so much, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Make sure you get the latest buzz with Buzzwitty. Take care. Bye. Hi, this is Dr. Blockstein, and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio on Block... What? No, I, I can't do it like he does it. I, I just can't. Yeah. All right, I'll try. <coughs> It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite children's stars. Buzzworthy. (laughs) God, that hurts my voice.